You are listening to Two Jerks, One Vote, the no longer aptly named Jerkatorium Song Fight Review Podcast, and we're reviewing the songs competing in the My Last Nerd Song Fight. Thanks for joining us. Hi, I'm Chumpy, and this is The Jerk. Hi. Now here's how this thing works. We've won some fights enough that we think we know our stuff. We'll listen to your submission, subjected to our praise and our derision. I know that sounds unfair, but you're not obliged to care. Yeah, you're gonna lose this song fight, and yes, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you're gonna lose this song fight. Deep down inside, you know that it's true. Most of these bands are gonna lose when the song won. And by your bands won, I don't mean your bands won. The bands being a contraction of band has and won, meaning the past tense of win. Those are just tricky homonyms. What I'm really trying to say is that you're one of the losers. I did a little bit of research on each song fighter, so before we launch into their song, I'll talk a little bit about them and what we know about them. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's great. It's, uh... You're, uh, we're going to dox them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start with a doxing of Berkeley social scene, who nobody knows anything about. Newcomers. No. Uh, in no? fact, this is their 202nd entry under the Berkeley social scene moniker. Um, wow. And they are going for win number 28. Uh, their last win was just, you know, a couple rounds ago with Return of the Century. how Berkeley social scene has multiple vocalists sometimes you get Martin uh, as we get in this case sometimes it's Ken who plays drums for Berkeley social scene and a number of other bands Mm -hmm. sometimes it's Glennie and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's Lunkhead Um, spoiler alert Lunkhead is my favorite Berkeley social scene vocalist okay all right all right Uh, do you want to launch into what you thought about this song Sure. I mean, uh, my ears like that rhythm section a lot. Uh, the uh, and one thing that really struck me is that the bass sounds like it's doing something interesting during the verses. Like maybe the bass is playing a lot of what you might call wrong notes. Um, but of course, they aren't wrong if they make the song sound more interesting. It, it, he he seems to be kind of like doing his own thing. You know, I think of the bass guitar as something that kind of holds this foundation of the song and just kind of follows uh, the chord progression along. But he's not doing that in this. He's doing something weird during the first parts of the verses. And then he kind of goes back into a more traditional bass guitar role during the pre-chorus and the chorus. But uh, but he's doing something really interesting in the verses, and I appreciate that. I think it's uh, I thought it was a really uh, brave and interesting choice. Um, the rest of the song, uh, there's some rough edges here and there, but I like that too. It brings some authenticity to the song, and um, I love the verses, I, I do, but the chorus is, is not good. Yeah, I had the same note on the chorus, but to get back to the rhythm section a little bit, that electric piano sound I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, this, there's usually a, a scorching Glenny guitar solo in Berkeley Social Scene songs. But this time we got a cool synth keyboard solo where they were really working the mod wheel. I just, I don't know, I liked the solo a lot. I thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about the chorus. So uh, Martin, this is a common uh, critique of his singing is that he sounds like he's straining when he really goes for broke. And yeah. uh, the chorus is here, he's really straining. And it just yeah. sounds like my vocal cords hurt just listening to that. <laughs> I don't mind that so much. It just, I think it just really sounds like, I mean, if if you or I had come up with this chorus, we'd tell each other, yeah, we got we to choose a different chorus. We got to go back to the you know drawing board with this. 
Right. You know, and and we've done that plenty of times. We've said, okay, this is the song is fine, but we really need to fix the chorus. Like when we did uh, Flamethrower with Micah, we went back and forth, did like six different iterations of choruses until we landed on one that we all liked. And this one is just. I don't know. It's it's just not all that interesting. Yeah. And you know yeah. the the chorus like towards the end like it's usually repeated quite a few times or a couple yeah. times at least. And um, after the solo I just remember looking at my watch and going, "Oh my god, there's another minute and a half of this <laughs> and a lot of it's going to be chorus." And okay. So if, if you don't yeah. have a good chorus, you should just pack it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, w- I wonder if they just uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not going to speculate on on why they didn't go back to to try something else with this, but but yeah, uh, versus great, chorus not good. Yeah, they probably you know got a good take and just called it a night. <laughs> you know, they probably spent the first hour in their band room like getting the song down, and then you know they got a couple good takes and they all had to go after that. It's amazing that they can crank out songs in a couple hours. Yeah, yeah, no, it's incredible. Um, yeah, amazing. All right, so I have Bob and the Boggles next, and um, Bob was last seen a couple years ago, so he had a two-year hiatus. This is his sixth entry. Welcome back, Bob. Uh, yeah. His high watermark was changes the changes coming fight uh, with nine votes. So okay. <laughs> Yo, Percy. Tried to write my thoughts down this morning. I couldn't find a pen that felt the same Do you ever find a calm between your last nerve and your mind And then it all melts away You want to launch into this? Uh, sure, sure. I thought it was... Uh... It was low energy, uh, laid back stuff, and that's that's perfectly fine. Um, the song itself doesn't break any new ground, but it's not trying to. Uh, I thought the the real uh, star in this was the singing. the The singer has a great, great voice, uh, and I'd love to hear him sing something with a little more oomph, you know, a little more character, uh, something something that that where he could sort of really, you know, express a little bit more. Yeah, um, I was happy that the song was elevated out of your usual uh, G and G or guy and guitar territory. So mm-hmm. there was like a string instrument. I don't know. Maybe it was a viola. Maybe it was a cello, um, yeah. which I think really helps. Like just get. Oh my God, get another instrument in there if you can. <laughs> um, uh, what else? So there were some backing vocals that I struggled to hear, but were kind of interesting that I couldn't quite make out. I don't know. Overall, I, I had sort of vaguely positive feelings about this song, but I don't think I'll be going back for more listens. Okay. All right. Next, we got uh, Dark Side of the Attic. And yeah. uh, this is the third entry under the Dark Side of the Attic moniker. Um, their high watermark was Darling You're Strange with nine votes last year. Although there have been like 25 different entry between Squirrels in the Attic Dark Side of the Sun, S-U-N, and Dark Side of the Sun, S-O-N. So these guys are no strangers to Songfight. They're vaguely affiliated in some way that I can't remember with James Owens, who's a uh, Songfight Bolton Board regular and a pretty solid musician. And he vehemently denies any connection, or at least any strong connection, whenever he's confronted with it. So (laughs) I don't know what the deal is. I'm sorry I keep bringing it up then. Yeah, well, I I don't know exactly what the deal is, but but yeah, actually, when you mentioned the dark side of the attic, this was the number three for them. I was stunned because they I, I seem to remember all too well uh, so many different uh, entries by these guys, but I must I must be thinking dark side of the sun and other stuff too. Right. So uh, I thought this was interesting. I mean, it was bluesy. 
Um, I guess interesting is probably the nicest thing I can say about it. So a lot of their songs are sort of meandering. It's interesting that this song doesn't seem to have a distinct stru structure. So like I couldn't make out like, is this a verse? Is this a chorus? Is this a bridge? It's just kind of, you know, goes along at its own pace. I thought yeah. like me melodically speaking, it reminded me a lot of Gershwin's Summertime, but it never quite like fully committed to the summertime melody, but it got close a few times. Um, so yeah, uh, interesting, but I don't want to hear it again. Yeah, yeah, I, I had s similar thoughts. Uh, I thought it was droney. Uh, it was a little first drafty, uh, and it sounds semi-improvisational until it's at least halfway through. And then when the structure, you know, comes in, it that structure improves the song so much that you wonder why they didn't do the whole thing like that. <laughs> I mean, if I were to remix this song, I'd just fade in halfway through. You know, the first half is frustrating, and I and you know why, you know, yeah. Anyhow, then the but the second half has a lot of potential, and I think the second half is. You know, definitely melodic and interesting and something you can uh, potentially, like, get caught in your head or hum along with and things like that. So why not <laughs> why not make an enjoyable song all the way through yeah. <laughs> is I, my I, thing. I think it had to do with how they created it. You know, I, I, I think you're right. This is probably just an improvisational jam and somebody but, hit record. Yeah, but th but then it melds into some really you know struct some some melody and some structure and some and and uh, that, that is definitely not improvisational. So it's kind of like the opposite of you know like one of these jazz jams that starts out as a song and then you know uh, evolves into some weird improvisational jazz jamming and then goes back into a song. This is something that's just weird improvisational. Uh, uninteresting, droney uh, nonsense that just kind of evolves into a song. And I, I thought the song had a lot of potential. I just don't want to hear the first literally half of it. Right. The first half is just, just you know, unlistenable. Uh, but the second half sounds very interesting. All right. Um, let's move on to Duckman. So this is the second fight for the newcomer Duckman. He's looking to improve his four-vote score from last fight, Square States. Um, so he posted a video uh, to the Song Fight bulletin board of him playing all of the parts of the song um, in different like windows that he posted to YouTube. Um, I always enjoy watching people do that, and I, I definitely admire people who play like bass, guitar, drum. They do everything. Oh, well, thank you. That's really kind. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as someone who just, you know, does not play a whole bunch of instruments. Uh, yeah, I definitely admire that about people. I thought I like his voice too. I, I wrote that he sounds like a less tuneful Iggy Pop. Um, I, that, oh my God, you you stole my notes. <laughs> uh, and you know, I would have like I would have probably voted for this song. I would have given it two thumbs up, uh, maybe one thumb up, uh, if it had ended right around two minutes and thirty seconds. But like right then, it just goes into this extended breakdown at the end. Which may have been fun for Duckman, but maybe not for the rest of us. So I was ready to be over, and it just went on for another minute or so. Yeah, yeah, there's a full minute and 15 seconds of self-indulgent bullshit at the end. <laughs> it's just unforgivable. You know, you can get away with that if you're, if you're Pink Floyd in the 60s or something like that. But these, these days, yeah, no, no, yeah. Anyhow, I, 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 I thought that, you know, I, I was listening to it, and I, I noted that it, it's got that that creep amp check at the beginning and then it moves into that Iggy Pop sound, the Iggy Pop, the Stooges. Um, the vocal melody sounds half-assed. Yeah, like uh, it never really finds its footing. Like it can't decide what it wants to be. Like you gotta yeah. pick a melody and stick to it. Yeah, yeah, the, the first verse uh, is a half-assed melody 
And then the second verse is spoken word, which makes that part zero asked, I guess. Um, right. Well, then, it's just, you just don't find footing, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, and th- those are great lyrics for the chorus, too, but, but that is not a melody. Uh, it's like the phrasing is just, just crammed in there. You know, it's, it's like he... Uh, it, it seems like he took a, a song that he'd written and lyrics that he'd written and that, that didn't match up together at all in any way and he just just shoehorned them in together and it just it, it, uh, it just didn't work all that great get some craft man get some craft you know it was like there's it, it there's a lot of promising stuff in there there's great lyrics you know there's the I mean the Iggy Pop is fine and everything like that but Iggy Pop had melodies you know he had direction he had phrasing he had meter Uh, okay i'm gonna stop ranting because i (laughs) didn't because i didn't hate this song so i I didn't hate this song either but there were parts of it that certainly annoyed me and you know it missed getting my vote just for that self-indulgent bit at the end yeah that and also the, the 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 part that frustrated me was how how it's just yeah he he couldn't settle on a on a melody Right. And uh, and I, I would have you know appreciated some effort there. It's, and I hate I hate it when like I put forth all this negative stuff about a song that I don't dislike. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I find myself saying he's all this, making you do it, Ryan. I, okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna absolve myself of any responsibility that way. I have another drink. <laughs> okay. So uh, next we have Glennie's three part opus, and I, I believe you have something to say about this. Uh, yes, I do. And here we go. Four, five, four, four, five, four. Limitations entradas a una por semana. Por favor, por five, four. Limitations entradas a una por semana. A una por semana. That means one per week, Bernie, just one. Oh my God, it's Frankie Big Face. It, uh, apologies to Frankie, big face. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, do you want to uh, introduce Glennie or? Uh, sure. Them? So this will be Glennie's 44th, 45th and 46th entry respectively, uh, looking for his sixth win since, uh, hitched a couple years back. Yeah. And Glennie is a member of Berkeley social scene and probably like four or five other bands. Uh, he's yeah. prolific for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, prolific even just this week. <laughs> right. I think he's mostly known as a, an awesome guitar player, and he's you know responsible for all the great leads in Berkeley social scene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe that's why they didn't have a, a bitchin' guitar solo. Right. Uh, <laughs> he was all there. All and shredded out. It preoccupied with his uh, his mini opus. Yeah, so uh, let's talk about part one first. A cold, piercing breeze sneaks through the broken screen. The window won't close. And now a fly has come on in. I'm losing concentration over minor irritations. I can't fall asleep and nothing's in the Yeah, I, I listened to the songs in the wrong order because they came up that way, and there was no way to tell. Uh, in um, you know when I, when I was listening to it, so I just I uh, my first listen through was in the wrong order, and since then I've kind of gone back and listened again. Right, uh, I had to look at I, the file names to figure out which one was which. Yeah, yeah, I had to actually the first time through uh, before I downloaded them, I uh, I had to look at uh, what was it, the lyrics. Yeah, uh, that he posted in the lyric thread and uh, kind of make it out from there. Um, but anyhow, so part one, is, is that two different vocalists or is this all Glenny? I think it's all Glenny. So what I liked about part one is it starts out all stripped down, you know, and it's this is kind of rocking. Glenny is more sort of in the prog rock tradition is what he's into. But you know, I like the straight ahead sort of, you know, rock sound that he's got going on here. So it just starts out stripped down guitar and voice. Um, and, you know, it sounds cool in the second verse when the drums come in and some backing vocals come in. Um, so, But I did have some complaints with some of the backing vocals. Um, like, 
on what I deserve and bad to worse and try to swerve. He's just echoing in the backing vocals what's sung in the lead vocals. But my complaint with this is that the backing vocals are too loud. Like they're almost at the same level as the lead. Um, huh. And it would have been cool just to push them back in the mix a bit. So that was my thought when hearing that. Um, and they're, they're kind of predictable and then they echo what the lead says exactly. Hmm. Although that's probably not that uncommon. Um, <laughs> yeah. But of the yeah. three, this is my favorite. This is my favorite of the three. Just for oh. that sort of raw rocking sound. Okay. Well, my, my favorite was the third, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I... I, I like this one, and I, I was thinking that maybe there's two different vocalists on this one because the the chorus he really he really puts some oomph into the chorus, you know that uh, that is not you know typical for him. Typically, he, he you know in my experience he's pretty laid back and uh, melodic, and he's got sort of his his way of you know his his typical singing voice and things like that, but. Uh, but here, I mean, he's he's really, you know, putting kind of that uh, a little bit of an edge onto the chorus. You know, the, the things are turning from bad to worse. He just he growls some of that out. And it's something that I haven't really heard from Glenny before. Yeah, it sounds good. So, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a good, strong song. And I really liked it. And, I, and the, the vocal performance was was great. I, di- I didn't notice the uh, the problems that you had with the backing vocals, but I'll go back and listen to it and and. Uh, uh, sort of get some of that disappointment too. <laughs> uh, do you want to move on to part two? Sure, yeah. Part two is a toe tapper, but not really a sing a longer. If that makes any sense, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge. Now, I'm a huge proponent of writing lyrics first when you're composing a song, but this song sounds a lot like music forced onto a poem. If that makes any sense, uh, it's it. It seems like you know sometimes when when people kind of like just write a poem and. Uh, even if you you look at the lyrics for this one, and it's uh, you know it's the the it looks like a, a written out poem, not necessarily for a song. Yeah, there's some good and, lyrics too. I like the "I just killed a living thing," and I think it later goes with a women's magazine or something. Which is, yeah, <laughs> which is funny lyrics. Yeah, yeah, no, great lyrics. But I just thought that again, I, I just thought that they were sort of the the song was forced onto the poem. Um, uh, I thought the backing vocals are good. Uh, it was interesting instrumentation choices. Like, uh, what what is that? There's one that sounds a bit screechy at one point, but for the rest of the song, it sounds fine. I want to call it. It's not. It's not a mellotron, is it? Yeah, what, what I think it might called? be. I think it might be. I think that's the thing. That's uh, it's like a mellotron string sound, like a, or a violin sound. Yeah, yeah, it's something that Rob from Amersfoort uses a lot. Uh, <laughs> right, and we and we ended up using in. Uh, in uh we should um but uh but yeah it's uh i i i liked it um although uh, at some points i thought like the the synth was a little bit too piercing and it overwhelmed the vocals in places yeah yeah it was it was uh you know interesting instrumentation choices and i like interesting but that that mellotron got shrieky um there at that one section I also I didn't like the chorus. I'm, you know, it's bad when a chorus song is, or when the chorus is the worst part of the song. Just something about the double tracked chorus vocals sounded kind of hippy dippy. Yeah, yeah. This this wasn't the best of the three, not yeah. by any means. Yeah. All right, part three. I liked almost as much as part one. Yeah, I liked it a little more than part one. So there. 
<laughs> no, uh, I thought it was a great song. The bass sounds great, and I love the backing vocals. You know. Oh the... yeah, these are the best backing vocals I've ever heard him do. Like especially yeah. at the end, it sounds like he's the the four freaking freshmen or something at the end. Yeah, it's like he's been listening to a lot of Jerkatorium or something. It's like, <laughs> I know, totally doo-woppy, right? Yeah. I did, and you know, he did that down. thing where you cut out all the instruments and you just have like the, the harmony backing vocals carry the end, which is... Yeah, who you know, does that? Who does that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who relies on that song after song? Yeah, whenever we don't have... Whenever it doesn't sound quite right to fade out and doesn't sound quite right to end it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do the acapo- the acapella backing vocals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was great. Like, uh, uh, did you notice how great the slide guitar playing was in the solo too? Oh yeah, yeah, he's he's re- reliably amazing guitar player. Yeah. yeah. Um, one well, one thing I I, I want to comment about this too was, uh, do you remember what happened that time that uh, Berkeley Social Scene did this, where they did two uh, songs under their name? The song it was for the Young Blood song fight. Oh yeah, they won both with the exact same number of votes. So what Cheers. happened is it turns out that all of the votes that got tri- attributed to any of the songs got yeah. aggregated into all of the songs. That's probably going to happen again. Yeah, so I'm going to predict a three-way tie with Lenny's <laughs> songs all getting the exact same number of votes, and it's going to be yeah. You and know, if he wins, he'll get three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, it's not going to prevent me from voting for him, but uh, but I, I want to say right out the bat, if you know, if this, if it turns out that he is in a three-way tie with himself, then that that shows that there's some problem that uh, that didn't get resolved with Young Blood. Well, you know, I on, on the boards he um, he had it is Glenny one, two, and three, and I didn't actually check to see if that's. No, you're right. It all came up as Glenny on the uh, Songfight front page, so he didn't submit yeah. his different artists. So yeah, it, I it's, think it's going to happen again. Yeah, it's different uh, file names, but the the band name is the same for all three. Edit this part out. I am. Yeah, all of this is going to be edited out. <laughs> all right. Beep. Okay, sunshine, <laughs> lollipops, and dun, 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 dun. okay. Do we have a bit for that? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like we should have one. We might. <laughs> All right. I'll just, I'll just. It'll be. It'll be the same words that we're saying. Only I'm going to put it to really nice music. <laughs> All right. So next we've got Ken's super duper band and stuff. So um, Ken is obviously another veteran and member of Berkeley social scene and drummer for probably like four or five different bands. This will be his 54th entry with the and stuff ensemble, uh, going for his seventh win since last summer when he won the Oh No Vertigo fight. Please don't bother me today I'm feeling cranky and I don't want to be out on display I just can't get out of not your fault I woke up on the wrong side of the bed yeah, yeah. I, do you want to start out yeah um, so I really liked the guitar intro I thought it sounded really good and um, but unfortunately it was mixed louder than everything else so the guitar intro you know goes stops and then the level of everything else just goes down what sounds like 6 dB or something uh-huh. so uh, that was a little bit weird, but um, um, yeah, I, I mean, this song is pleasant. Uh, my, my, the negative things I'd say is that the lyrics are sort of, uh, they're just sort of meh, a little bit lackluster. Like they don't, I mean, I get that Ken's grumpy and you don't want to bother him, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's not much of an arc there. Like, you know, some sort of story arc. Where's the love? This song is not about love, and you know how I love love songs. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Um, this is another song that I would have ended, like, right around three minutes. Like, uh, he has this, he, uh, like, there's this section where he ends with the line, you know, unsettled by the world. But then it goes and reprises the chorus a couple more times, which, you know, frankly, the chorus is not all that great. So, 
I mean, overall, this is great. Ken obviously has some songwriting chops and craft and plays all of the instruments well, obviously, but um, the lackluster lyrics and the chorus that didn't really do it for me sort of misses my vote. So. I, uh, I, I don't agree. Oh, really? <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. No, I thought this was a, this was a really great song. I mean, it's, uh, I enjoyed the whole thing all the way through. I thought it was great. You know, it was melodic. They had these great melodic verses. And I loved the backing vocals and the chorus. Uh, it's like I, I thought that you know the 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 worst thing that you could say about it is that it wasn't there wasn't any crap in it you know whereas like there are there are songs that were pointing that were pointing to things that are really weak here and there uh, in a lot of the other songs but this one was I thought it was solid you could hum along with it it was. You know, you could tap your toes. It wasn't maybe something that'd stick with you forever, but it was, uh, it was solid. You know, and there's something to be said for that. Uh, so anyhow, yeah. So I, I disagree a little bit. Uh, I thought this was uh, one of the better ones um, on this, you know, this song fight. Um, the one thing that that I would have preferred is if uh, the backing vocals had been extended throughout the chorus instead of cutting out uh, in the "Don't Disturb Me" part. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so example of that, it sounds like I do. And I don't know if it's cool or not to do this, but I corrected their song for them. You're welcome. (laughs) No, I mean, no, I, I, it might be totally uncool to do this, but I I gave it a shot. So, so here's if, uh, if Ken wanted to sound more like Jerkatorium, if Ken wanted to sound more like Jerkatorium, this is what uh, the chorus might sound like. And that's that. So anyhow, just just sort of a, like a little example. Um, Are you going to play the original for um, for Counterpoint? Uh yeah, I might as well. Yeah, so I'll do that, and then uh, that's easy enough. So yeah, you know maybe right. this is one of the first songs I listened to, and I was in a hurry. So you know I should go back and listen to this again. Yeah, well, yeah, that's uh, I, I'm not going to push it too hard. You know, there is something to be said for you know there there are some songs that immediately appeal and some don't, but uh, but it, it this is just one that uh, I liked. You know, the nice thing about this podcast is we don't have to have to compromise on our votes. Right. You You know, know, one thing that I do also, and I think I have some unconscious bias here, is for folks who are really good and, you know, have been at this a long time and have, you know, practiced their craft, I judge them a lot harsher than newbies. I'm like, I think that's that's part of what's happening here. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. I I think we've been, you know, subject to that too. You know, people expect more from people who've been around longer. Yeah. Speaking of been around longer, we have Paco Del Stinko up next, who is the most prolific song fight songwriter ever with um, 203 entries, which is just squeaking ahead of Berkeley Social Scene, who has 202 entries. Wow. So, yeah, uh, I hadn't realized that, that they had almost caught up with Paco. So that's probably why he's back. So he's looking to pick up his 10th win uh, since the start of 2017 when he won for um, Old Lang Syne. I used to be strong and virile Once I was healthy and fair Now I'm as nervous as a squirrel My health has gone to shit Well, in case you haven't heard I'm down to my last nerve And I'm sure I know it by name Wow. Well, um, 
I, I this song was fine. It was also, I think, a solid song. Um, but when, while I was listening to it, I was I was waiting for for the bite to come, and it never came. You know, there's uh, it's the like decades ago when this movie Swing Kids first came out. Uh, I'd read a review of the movie uh, again when it was still out in theaters and stuff like that, and the review said that the main problem with the movie Swing Kids is that John Waters had already filmed a parody of it years prior, you know, re- years before the movie had even been made. And I kind of felt that way a little bit about this song. It's a little syrupy sweet. Uh, it kind of it has that uh, Weezer's Buddy Holly kind of a thing going, but but then, you know, the, the bite never comes. And uh, the lyrics have some bite, sure. And it's a good song, and it's done well. Great melody, good flow, uh, but it doesn't grab me and shake me. And um, it's not meant to, but, uh, but you know, it's like I, 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 want, I want Paco to slap me in the face. Right. As he's done so often before. I didn't get a whole lot out of the lyrics. I mean, <laughs> I like that he said... Uh, you know, I'm down to my last little, no, ah, excuse me, I'm down to my last nerve and I know it by name, like sort of implicating that it's you who is my, my last nerve. Um, and I guess what I was more struck by the music than really the lyrics and, you know, his guitar playing is also really great. I, I really like the sort of clean arpeggiated guitar sound he had in places in the rhythm track. And, um, the wah pedal on the bridge also sounded really good. Great guitar solo, great melodic guitar solo. Um, I like the way he brought back the lead guitar at the end, which is really well done. Um, I didn't get much of an impression about the song uh, lyrically, but definitely liked the music. Yeah, it was a good song. Yeah, I'd, defi- I'd rate it in my top five. Yeah, yeah, definitely me too. Yeah. And uh, I, good enough to get a vote from me is usually how I think about it. I set out how many I'm voting for, and it's going to be seven this time, which is actually a little low for me. I usually do, you know, well more than half, and uh, I'm not entirely sure how many songs are in this one, but um, but yeah, it's uh, this is this one's also getting a vote. Um, there there is sort of this big sort of a step between getting a vote from me and me downloading it and putting it on any of my playlists. Right. So uh, there's plenty of Paco on my playlist, but this isn't going to be one of them. Yeah. In terms of voting, if I think if I feel strongly that somebody deserves to win, I mean, I will only vote twice and I will take, you know, I will vote first and second. If I don't have a really strong feeling, I'll just vote for whoever I think does a good job. I, I guess I haven't really given too much thought into to my you know, voting thing more than once. I voted for everybody, which, of course, is kind of throwing away your vote, more right. or less. Uh, I will also vote for myself every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of voting for yourself, next we have Silent Wall, who's up. And he is a song fight newcomer. Uh, he is looking to pick up his second vote in four songs. So some people do not vote for themselves. Uh, his. Wow. High watermark was on his first entry, Bad Teenage Mustache, with just one vote. My last nerve. My last nerve. Wow. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can, I, it's mean to say it, but I can sort of see why, you know, this, this is different and I want to support different, but it's repetitive. It's first drafty. I want to almost say it's kind of like no effort E and maybe mostly improvised, you know, there's, there's nothing to draw me in except the, you know, the unorthodox approach And, and for this, that, you know, that gets old quick too. It, um, certainly caught me by surprise. So, you know, the, uh, the piano starts out and I think he's just going back and forth between a couple notes on the piano. And then, uh, the singing comes in and it is like maybe five times as loud as the piano. And I'm like, Whoa, that's loud. 
And then a little bit later, there's some more singing, but it's really soft and even mumbly. And then, um, you know, and parts of it are multi-tracked and that sounds kind of good, but it's pretty far back in the mix that I strain to hear it. So, you know, definitely the song has dynamics, um, but you know, that's yeah. it, that. Yeah. Uh, so super loud parts, super quiet parts, uh, just this back and forth, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong on the piano. Occasionally he deigns to play a chord on the piano. Um, so yeah, it's, I would say this is interesting and it, it created a weird feeling in listening to it, which is, you know, an accomplishment in and of itself, but yeah, yeah. there's, um, not, not a lot to latch onto as a listener. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to discourage uh, anybody from putting in arty entries uh, that's I mean some people think that that's what you know the the best part of song fight is that you get these you know really different approaches to music and that's valuable and everything it's just that I it it, it didn't lead me to to listen to this one over and over right you know? So I remember Spud I, had a comment about one of our songs I think it was Ace in the Hole and he says finally a song like, because he had criticized a bunch of the previous songs for not even really rising to the level of song. He said, finally a song, but that his backhanded compliment was, but is this arty enough for song fight? Art? <laughs> Art? This is commerce. Come on. <laughs> wanna, yeah. Pay up, Spud. Pay up in votes. Yes. Yeah. All right, next we've got uh, The Stew Man, and I believe this is their first fight. I was unable to find any evidence of The Stew Man existing prior to this, although they could have entered in any number of pseudonyms. So yeah, uh, at 33 seconds long, I'm going to say this is interesting and not annoying. Um, like, I feel it's more of a soundscape than a song. Um, oh, hold, hold on, let's back up here a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if I played you a song and the first thing you said about it was like, well, that wasn't annoying. I mean, whoa. whoa. <laughs> I'm stretching like, that here. Wasn't the I'm question. stretching here. That wasn't the question. Uh, apparently, it was the question. I'm, I'm saying that you're showing your, your hand a little bit. <laughs> you know, if you sit down, if you get on an airplane and you sit down next to somebody and they introduce themselves by saying, I am not afraid to fly on an airplane, then you, the one thing you know about that person is that they're afraid to fly on an airplane. <laughs> So right. what, I guess what I'm just I'm like... just happy that this particular experiment was only 33 seconds long, and I can gotcha. get behind it for that 33 seconds. I okay. mean, there was some you know kind of mumbly hillbilly voice, which I can't really understand much of, except it's getting on my nerves. Um, yeah. So you know, interesting. I'm and you know the the sounds and the soundscape itself was interesting. Like there were all sorts of sounds that sort of caught my attention in there, but. Not really a song. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just thought, you know, copy and paste my Silent Wall review here, except that this one was too short to be repetitive. Yeah. Uh, and I thought it was interesting, but not engaging. Though, on the other hand, I did, you know, first time through, I did listen it, to it twice in a row, uh, you know, on the first go through, which I didn't have to do for any of the other songs. So, you know, it's it, it, it did, you know, make me at least head back and say, wait, did I miss something or what's going on here and stuff like that. So, you know, it, it doesn't, uh, give itself over to casual, you know, background listening. Yeah. Uh, Although uh, this, I, this is already enough for song fight. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I, I still, I'm again, not going to listen to it several times. Yeah. More. And lastly, we have third cat and my notes say this is third cat's sixth entry since his strong showing in Neurine 13, which is, I think, where we became acquainted with him. Um, he has an 11-vote high watermark in the very last fight, Square States. Um, so, yeah, it, look, he's looking to improve on that. Yeah. 
thoughts on this one, Ryan? Panning, panning, panning. <laughs> lots, lots of panning, um, and the uh, the feedback detracts a oh, bit. God. There's this sort of feedback uh, track that they have in there, and I'm like, what? what uh, that is my it, only comment on this song. Like, there's this high pitched whine that gets louder and then quieter, and it runs through the song, which is getting on my last nerve. And I, maybe uh, that's intentional. Uh, like I wanted to focus and I wanted to write about other aspects of the song, but I could not stop hearing it and wondering what the heck this was doing in there. I mean, was a, is it supposed to sound like a shortwave radio tuning or something? Um, I mean, I could tell that parts of the song were well done, but I just couldn't get past that sound. Yeah, I thought I thought it was. Yeah, I thought the rest of the song was lovely, and uh, it was just you know, keeping me from the rest of the song, which was really good. You know, it was, it was just that, that feedback got in the way, but, uh, but yeah, lovely melody, lovely singing and, uh, the panned synths, uh, synthesizers at the end, uh, were actually kind of really nice. Um, the only other kind of comment that I had about that was that it, uh, the fade out at the end is, is too fast, but, um, but yeah, uh, fade out a little too fast the feedback detracts um and some of the panning was i think a little bit severe but uh other than that uh it was a good song i mean this is actually one of the ones i'm going to be voting for yeah uh you know out of the seven so i think the feedback thing could have worked like if it was just less oppressive hmm. like there might have been a way to work it in there where it you know where it got not quite as loud, but it was still noticeable, but it wasn't like, you know, ever present throughout the song. You were probably listening to it on better headphones than mine. I, I just had my earbuds in for uh, it and it did, didn't seem quite as, as, uh, bad as, as I, your I hate to admit me. this, but I was listening on my crappy laptop speakers and it may have been something in the mix there where that just, that sound just popped out. I should uh. listen to it on headphones. Could be. But I don't want to damage my ears, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, well, so that that's all of them. Uh, should we have any kind of, like, breakdown, talk about what we're voting for, what we're not voting for, top three, or anything like that? Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to vote for Glenny's part one, and probably mm-hmm. his part three. Like, yeah. I both thought I thought both of those were solid, and I liked both of them. Um, I'm going to vote for Paco, um, just for a, you know, a very solid contribution. And then I'm going to have a couple encouragement votes, uh, just for folks who I think like, um, you know, uh, I just want to encourage them to keep going. So, uh, the Bob and the Boggles track, I think I'm going to vote for, um, uh-huh. you know, I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it, it is this, uh, sort of like you're going to vote an encouragement vote because you don't think they're going to win but you want to, to keep on hearing stuff from them. Sort yeah, of a deal, exactly. Or... Like keep going, like, you know, yeah. don't, don't spend <laughs> another two years away from us, Bob. That's right. As soon as they start getting like any, any amount of success though, you're going to pull that plug, right? <laughs> <laughs> when they have over 50 tracks, then maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Me, I'm going to vote for Berkeley social scene for the verses, which I thought were really good. And the bass guitar, which I thought was yeah. really good. Um, Bob and the Boggles, uh, I'm voting for them. Um, Glenny, I'm doing part one and three. Uh, so that's a couple of votes there. I'm going to vote for Ken and Paco and then also third cat. So that's seven of them. And, uh, and yeah, so like if, if any song kind of managed to, to not piss me off and some of the songs that did piss me off, uh, voting for. So, Yeah. Right. I'm going to go back and listen to Ken's song again and see if I can hear what you're hearing in it. Okay. Yeah. And listen to it with my, uh, with my chorus in there instead of his, it'll be a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Is that a dick move to correct somebody's song? I don't know. It's just a suggestion. (laughs) Just a suggestion. I don't think that's too much of a dick move. I guess it's fair enough. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to think too hard about it. I think it would be cool if people like for their songs, they submitted the projects there, uh, you know, for their DAW or the stems oh, or something. Wow. So people could go back and remix them. I'm not sure how often it would happen, but 
Yeah. I think well, I mean, cool. if you wanted to remix somebody, you could probably just ask for like their vocal track. Say, I want to do a, a, a trance rap, you know, sort of version <laughs> of this. And uh, I want, I want to mock vocal. you. Can can I have your stems, please? <laughs> I don't know. If anybody asked us, we'd give it to them, right? <laughs> we probably would. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I wouldn't <laughs> You're interested it. in something we did? <laughs> oh, my God. Here, take everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here's four terabytes. <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself out. And I want updates. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think that ends our very first uh, Song Fight podcast. If you enjoyed it, great. Uh, if you're disappointed, sorry. Um, I don't know. I wish I had like a, a nice little sort of a quip outro sort of a thing to say, you know, uh, just remember that everybody's going to lose. You're so, all going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody except for one of these bands is going to lose. So even our votes don't matter all that much. They're just one <laughs> vote. each. Or Glennie might win three times. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my prediction. He's going to get uh, the exact, at least he's going to get the exact same number of votes for all three iterations and uh, probably going to win. Oh, you know, and I think, aren't the votes cumulative? Yeah. Oh yeah. My no, God. no. So it's like, I think voting for him twice is going to be two votes for every song. Oh, Jesus. I believe that's, that's the case. Cause that's what happened with young blood. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to do this next fight, Ryan. We're going to have to submit like three shitty songs and maybe one okay. good one. Yeah. Having said that, though, I mean, uh, uh, Glennie did great songs, so yeah, it's like I, I, it's hard for me to hold it against him because, like, if if he gets all of those votes, he sort of deserves them. Yeah, he yeah, that's deserves true. To win I guess if you think about the effort you put into it. Yeah, not just the effort, but the, it's it's a good song. It's a quality song. Again, I, I'm not well, going to download it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to download it and put it on a playlist. Uh, but I'm not doing that for any of the songs this round. Uh, you know, I get maybe uh, a handful of songs every year uh, out of song fight uh, that I put on a play that end up going on one of my playlists. So I don't want anybody to feel bad that I'm not going to listen to their song, you know, every other day for the next 10 years. Uh, there are song fight songs that I've done that, but they're few and far between. All right. Maybe we could, uh, maybe at the end of a in the next episode we can talk about some of our favorites oh yeah alright let's call it roll Sounds credits good. alright thanks <laughs> <laughs>